This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hello, welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is James Herrera. My name is David Lozano. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut off your last name there. Um, But yes, Joseph is not here right now because Joseph got married. So congratulations to Joseph and his wife, Emily. Yes, there we go. Uh, Yeah, it was his uh, wedding on Saturday. We went. um, We didn't get a picture with him, which I don't know why we didn't get a picture with him. But we got a picture of him and his awesome uh, groom's cake, which was the Rebellion simple yeah. go, to, go to our instagram page star wars stuff podcast on instagram and you'll see the the picture is pretty cool so and our facebook pages yeah and our group yes we have that as well and uh i have been absent these past couple of weeks and i'm sorry uh but i'm back so joseph and david were awesome and did solo podcast which is difficult doing a solo podcast is so difficult like when you're by yourself in my opinion because i did it once and i just thought i was talking to nobody <laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's better when someone's here so uh but yes here we are again and uh so let's start off with news i think we should start off with news yeah and the then, huge news that yes. came out that no one i don't think was expecting or suspecting this early but bob Iger on an investor call released details of a new live action series starring cassian andor with diego luna reprising the role of cassian so that completely caught i think everyone off guard yeah, no one was expecting that right no one at all and then but you think about it it's like yeah it's kind of a no-brain situation <laughs> yeah well but there's a lot of situations that are no brain that they're not doing yeah true but that one was you know everybody's looking at you know they need to do this they need to do this and then once they announced this one it was like yeah why wouldn't you do a whole you know episode a whole season about that like that's just such a interesting topic to do and then plus it opens up the door for so many more like callbacks and like bringing in new characters because it's in it's in that that gap where there's so much stuff now being added to it right it's about 19 years before the battle of yavin so we all know that diego luna started off fighting at the age of six and he dies at the age of 26 Mm mm-hmm so there's a big gulf of time there where there's a lot of characters we all know and love out there. Mm-hmm. Lando, Thrawn, Mon Mothma, Bell Organa's out there. Yes. Even a young, young Leia. A young Leia could be in there too. And they could go all the way back to when he was six years old. They could start the show there and show him growing up. Right. Man, the, 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 it's it's... It's crazy what they could do with this show, and we're hoping they do that with this show. You know what I mean? Yeah, the excitement is almost more than the Mandalorian now because I mean, I think I, I think it's because it was unexpected. I think it was because right. it was one of those things that when you like you said when we read it, we're all like, yeah, why would they not do this? Because yeah, and so I think a lot of people are hyped, and this won't begin production until when, like, till late 2019, when the service, which was also the big news mm-hmm. that 
this, the direct consumer streaming service is going to be called Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. We thought and, it was Disney Play, that's right? Because that's was what, saying, what yeah. was reported, and we reported on that. Mm-hmm. But it's called Disney Plus, and that streaming service is going to have it seems like little apps when you go into the service for Star Wars, Marvel, Pixar. National Geographic and mm-hmm. Disney. The, the way it described it, it was like little theme parks. Like right. when you open it up, it's gonna be like theme parks, almost like Disney World, Disneyland. And then you could go, oh, I want to go look at this park. And then if you go to that, like if you scroll over to that, that'll be the Star Wars, and you have all the Star Wars stuff there, which I'm looking forward to. And the fact that we're gonna have multiple shows now, it just seems so exciting. Now it's just like this is great. This is really really good. Oh man, I'm pumped! I'm pumped. They yeah, could, I'm like, very pumped. They could do so much. Uh, introduce Saw Guerrera. They could. Uh, there's. They could do anything with this. This whole thing, and I'm hoping we get Thrawn. I'm hoping we get some mention of uh, Rebels, the TV show. Rebels also like intertwining live with, action. Yep, renditions be, of the Rebels characters we love. I mean, because we already saw Chopper. I mean, that was that was big. Right. You know? <laughs> They already have Chopper made. He's yeah, exactly. In- and we already saw the the ghost there. The ghost is, and so it's just they could do so much. And we could see Vader. We could see you know Vader showing up somewhere. I mean, there's so yeah, many. That's, that's the other big one. Yeah, Vader. More Vader. Yep. Uh, I think this is great. I think Disney did a good job. And then apparently you said told me yesterday because we're at a wedding. And of course, what do you do at weddings? You talk about Star Wars when you're at weddings. <laughs> and so you told me yesterday that Favreau is already like going like he's already writing stuff for this or is he well that's the rumor that's rumor that he was he's already been involved in the background with helping and if that's true that's that's great as well because we all know that it was reported that he came he already had the first six episodes of Mm -hmm. the mandalorian done written Written, yeah written so i mean he might have had extra time they might have asked for his input which i approve of oh yeah everybody approves of that so yeah, it's 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 a super exciting time. It was a great surprise. I loved it. I was so yeah. happy. I was like, yes, yes. And so if Favreau's on board, that's great. So it looks like Favreau could be hired as the TV uh, streaming person, like for Star Wars. I think like if he if he was to produce all of these shows, that'd be great. Keep him there, and he would probably just make millions upon millions for for Lucasfilm and plus he would give us great great content so yeah and it was also announced that ILM now has an ILM TV division oh my god so, so they opened up is, was this just because of the Mandal- Mandalorian and now the cat like is well that we all presume is? it's because of the streaming service mm-hmm. it's it's the TV side of the house for ILM mm-hmm. so they'll have their own huge division they'll be concentrating on just strictly the quote TV. unquote TV yeah that's awesome though that's yeah. great that's cool that your company is that big that you can do that you know you can say all right you guys all your job is working on the TV shows and we're working on the movies yeah. that's awesome so what else any other big news that happened this well week? uh tangential to that Disney is going to own a bigger part of Hulu which they already own a huge majority, well, a huge chunk of yeah. Hulu right now. I'm not sure what the percentage is, but after the acquisition of Fox and that archive, they will own, I believe, 60 percent of Hulu. So they'll have a majority share. And Bob Iger also talked about how they're not going to do away with Hulu; they're going to keep it going. So we'll have two streaming services by Disney. By Disney and. I don't know. Uh, we might see some stuff be 
appear on Hulu that, yeah, that Disney creates that I, for whatever reason they don't put on the streaming service. Because, I mean, Disney owns ABC, ESPN, mm-hmm. among others. I don't know if I'm missing You're probably, else. there's there's so many. ABC Family. <laughs> um, but we know they own National Geographic. Because yes. that's going to be on the Disney Plus streaming app. And uh, the pricing should be competitive with Netflix. So they said even lower than Netflix. Should be lower, but they said 8 to $14. Yeah. So there, well, there's, there's, yeah, there's some people talking about how it's another streaming service they got to pay for. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you could have all the content of Disney in one spot, mm-hmm. I think, and you're a big Star Wars fan, like, like you us. are most likely. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a great place. Now, what they're going to have is another kind of guess on our part, but we figure it would be everything, all the archive, maybe not the original trilogy films as of yet because i think there's a deal still in place with but but we would you would have all the prequels right all the original content is going to be there Mm -hmm. so you can see them at any time hopefully it's just like netflix you just scroll through yeah you can maybe binge or it'd be better for us to have an episode a week to talk about it please lucasfilm if you're listening to our (laughs) podcast do an episode a week so we can talk about each each week so that'd be pretty great um but also i'm on board for having it all at once but I think if they were smart, they would do it once a week, build up the hype, get people more and more pumped for it each each week, and yeah, yeah. Be great. I think that's the better way to go because I mean, with Star Wars, there's just so much that you can put mm-hmm. in the frame, and with Favreau showing us those Instagram pictures, there's going to be a lot of stuff for us to analyze <laughs> and have to rewatch and dissect. There's going to be so many Easter eggs. I think, especially with Favreau in mm-hmm. there. It's going to be super fun to watch these shows over and over and 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 see the connective dots oh, that yeah. that tie into this thing or that battle or that planet. And I'm I'm super hyped. I'm really I think I'm I think I might be looking forward more to the Disney streaming more so than Episode Nine. At this I point. think a lot of people are right now looking yeah. forward to that. Like I changed my background on my phone to the Mandalorian. <laughs> Because at first it was the episode nine. It just said Star Wars episode nine, and it was cool. And then I was once the Mandalorian picture came out, I was like, "That's beautiful." And so I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I mean, I'm excited for episode nine, but I think for a lot of us, we're more pumped for Mandalorian because it it could be something special for Star Wars fans. It could be something that we've never seen before, and that's what we're all kind of really looking forward to. Um, as for episode nine news, we haven't heard anything. Uh, the one thing I'm am reading, which is making me sadder and sadder every day is that we're not going to get a teaser until maybe the Super Bowl. I think Joseph had reported on that, that he's heard it was maybe going to be the Super Bowl. We get a teaser for episode nine, which I don't like. I think I, man, no, I think with Star Wars, it needs its own, its own thing, not a Super Bowl to help it. You know what I mean? It's such a weird thing to do. Yeah, Black Friday would have been a nice kind of homage to yes. 2015. Yeah, that was such a great, like, that feeling we all had when we saw that, where it was, at that moment, up until that moment, I was still thinking, this is not real. Like, this is, this is somebody's messing with me. They're, they're, everyone's messing with me, saying, James, there's another Star Wars. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, just kidding. There's no Star Wars. But when seeing that Black Friday teaser, it was like, is this is happening. This is really going to happen. And uh, one thing we were talking about yesterday, of course, we're at a wedding, we're talking about Star Wars, um, is at the end of this trailer, this teaser trailer, don't hold anything back. Like, that's what we told Luke. I was saying, they're thinking Lucasfilm should not hold anything back at the end of this teaser trailer. 
of episode nine. They need to show us something just massive and just get everybody just already fired up and pumped. One thing we said was, what if they bring in a young, you know, they they show Vader, a flashback of Vader, a flashback of of uh, Palpatine. You know what I mean? Like all these things are so they they need to give us something powerful, and I think that's what will work for episode nine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I'm I'm just kind of thinking about all the possibilities. I mean, it, this this could almost be um, a show where they can they've listened to everyone mm-hmm. and they've heard what we want to see, and maybe they can drop in little scenes, characters, yeah. and not so much concentrate because it, it is Cassie and Andor's story. But I mean, just just kind of hint at other things that are out there. I mean, you have so much stuff just yeah, oh yeah. In that same time frame, I mean, you can bring Alden back as Solo. I mean, they could, yeah, they, they could, could bring in a young Solo. You could for see the, a Mo- yeah. Millennium Falcon cameo and something bigger than episode what Episode Three did, of course. Oh but yeah, that little. It's thing just it's there. just super ripe to use this series as as really kind of a a vessel now mm-hmm. to kind of I guess maybe acquiesce in a way because <laughs> we're not we're, we're not getting the Obi Wan no. film we're, trilogy and the more. T- Time passes, the more I'm thinking it's probably not going to happen. Right. And then, so we just got to make do with what we have and go from there. I mean, hopefully it's good. Uh, one thing that was reported this week, wasn't even reported, it was Ian McDermott tweeted Palpatine, question mark. And everybody freaked out. We don't know what he's what he was alluding to. We don't know what he's talking about. They can mean anything. He could be a Palpatine back. series. He could, yeah. They could do a whole Palpatine series. He could come back as Palpatine. I mean, he could. He could. achieve a Star Wars story. I'd watch that. Everybody would go and watch that, especially yeah. if it's him doing it. So we don't know what he was referring to. We don't know whether or not he was teasing. I think he's. I think something's going on with Lucasfilm right now, to where they said, "Yeah, you should tweet that, get people pumped," and it was Palpatine. And so we could be getting a Palpatine, maybe in Episode Nine. We could be getting Palpatine in the new Cassie and Andor, which maybe that's what it was because it was announced around the, it was at the same time as when he tweeted that. Um, so we'll have to wait and, and see what he says. And there's rumors everywhere that Matt Smith's character in Episode Nine is a young Palpatine. I don't, I don't see the resemblance. I don't see the honestly. resemblance either. I don't understand. And plus, I don't who who said it. Like who out of nowhere was like leaked. Uh, this is leaked. He's got to be a young Palpatine. And I think someone reported the rumor, and then the next site reported the rumor, and then a podcast talked about it, and then it just just caught on. I I hope it's not. It can't be true. I don't think he's a young Palpatine. I think my dream casting for young Palpatine would be Tom Hiddleston, <laughs> who by. Well, coincidentally, he has his own live streaming Disney Plus series as yeah, Loki. Yeah, he's got yeah, to get a Loki one. So could he possibly be doing double duty? No, no. He, <laughs> if anything, just, just de-age Ian McDermott and then have him go out there. And that, that, that's all you need. They have the technology to do that. I mean, they've done that's it. a good idea. I didn't think of that. They've done it before. <laughs> and Ian McDermott seems like he is game. Yes. You know? And yeah, well, he was at Celebration and he was Yeah, he so, goes to all the celebrations. He was so excited to be there talking yeah. about it. And I was like, this guy's a cool dude, man. Yeah, he's, he's a, a really super cool, dude. cool guy. Yeah. And so and the fact that he tweeted that makes me go, he's telling us something, man. So I'm thinking we're going to get a um a Palpatine cameo. Not a cameo, but a scene of Palpatine in episode nine. I think we're going to... I think Abrams is gonna do that, man. 
It feels like that is most likely it's, because there's so much talk of Palpatine right mm-hmm. now, and it's it's kind of strange. It's like where there's smoke, there's fire. So mm-hmm. it's it's like, man, I'm like expecting some type of Palpatine tie-in now. Yes. Um. Uh, yeah. It's everything's kind of moving forward in a weird. But we're all kind of like going, what's going on here? Like Ray Park canceled an event a couple of weeks ago. And then he canceled another one, but that was for another reason. But he, yeah, he did kind of. He said, "I can't show up to this thing." And then um, one thing I'm, I keep telling people is look for what Liam Neeson's doing because if Liam Neeson just goes off the radar for a little bit and shows up, you know, in London, then we need to figure out what's he doing, you know, because this Epic Nine has to do all everything, you know what I mean? So they might throw in all of these old stars into this movie so and i think we're trying to figure out in the past where we got that information from it was jj abrams who actually said it Mm -hmm. on like a red carpet or something yes he said he was gonna this was gonna tie in all the trilogies yes and he was very vague about it but to get these actors to come back and to see they're all the game they'll come back yeah look at Liam Neeson even spoke at the uh, at the celebration. You know, he was funny. He was a funny guy, but you could tell he's like, "This is this is fun. Like, this is this is great. Star Wars is great." Um, and of course, me being me and you being you, not agreeing with me, the fact that a print a, a, a master and apprentice is coming out. Yeah, I think there's something they 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 wanted her to write a story prior to Episode One to get get something get a something going in between. And maybe it's just one planet, like in print, the Princess of Alderaan, Leia, Princess of Alderaan, Crate is introduced, and it was pretty cool to see, like, she knew about Crate and everything, and then um, a few other things they kind of just hinted at, but most of the story was just an original story. Um, they may even do that with Master and Apprentice, where they'll throw in something for us to all go, <gasps> and then when Episode Nine comes out, we're going to go, oh, man, that's freaking awesome. You know, I don't know. We'll see what Claudia Gray's Master and Apprentice does. Yeah, the book is probably gonna be great. Like the it's rest gonna, of her oh, novels. Heck yeah. yeah. Like all of her man, I'm telling you, streaming service, John Favreau, just adapt Bloodline, Leia, Princess of Alderaan, and then Lost Stars. If they do that those episodes, it's gonna be awesome. But I don't know. Yeah, speaking of the streaming service, I did see a note talking about how many pieces of content are gonna be on the streaming service. It seems like all the legacy content on Disney Plus is expected to include approximately 7,000 episodes of television and 500 movies. Yeah, 500 movies. That's a lot of stuff. That's to a pay 8 to $14 for that? I would pay I that. that's pretty good. And the fact, one thing a lot of people don't realize is one of those theme parks you're going to have there is the Marvel theme park. So right. All the Marvel movies are going to be there for you to watch. That's going to be crazy, too, if you're a big Marvel fan. It's right. all going to be there. And I think I think Disney Plus is gonna just it's gonna kind of not wipe everyone out, but a lot of people are gonna jump over to that one because everything's gonna be there for you and for us. I mean, as Star Wars fans, it's all gonna be there. <laughs> so, yeah, as of right now, three new series mm-hmm. won't be there at the beginning, but eventually we'll have. I, I think Mandalorian. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian. It's gonna Clone be there Wars. at the beginning, though, right? Yeah, Mandalorian should downloading that Clone app. Wars. And then there it is. It's already there waiting for you. And just hit play. And then you get that one. Then plus the uh, Clone Wars is also going to be there too. And then we got to wait probably a year for uh, Cassian, uh, which I'm okay with. And then plus we don't know what else they're going to announce in between that. You know what I mean? Like they could totally announce we're having this show too. This show has got to be coming out. This show's going to be coming. I think once the Mandalorian kills, like everyone thinks it's going to kill, 
they're gonna it's 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 the sky's the limit for them pretty much yeah and i'm so happy that diego luna is brought back yes. we all know he's a huge star wars fan yeah and it's really no spoiler alert because you're listening to this podcast but yes. he dies at the end of rogue yes. one and he was such a fan we found out through interviews of mm-hmm. star wars he talked about how his favorite character was jabba jabba the hutt <laughs> yeah. he was like i just want to touch him <laughs> like jabba man it's jabba hopefully Job of the hut. <laughs> hey, yeah, they could see. You might see, get his wish. You get this whole, like I said, you got this, this, the, the 19 years between episode three and episode four is now a huge mystery to us. I mean, we're getting a lot of stuff filled in, but there's so much that we still don't know about. And so the fact that we get to see all of that now, it's, it's, you can do whatever. What I'm looking forward to is that they bring in a young princess Leia or something. And then Millie Bobby Brown for Halloween, I mean, the whole cast was uh, of Stranger Things was a was a Star Wars characters, mm. but she was Princess Leia, and it was like, "Whoa, look at her! She's she's like, it's almost like she's kind of just posting pictures of herself for Lucasfilm to be like, hey, so uh, would you want to play a character in Star Wars? It's like, yeah. It's, it's almost like she's trying to manifest it and yep. will it into existence that she's young Leia. And you know what's crazy? That's the only way I think a lot of fans would be okay if they did like a young Leia. Is if, if her, yeah. if she did it. But then I posted a picture on Instagram and some people were like, yeah, but not her. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And I asked people like, okay, I wasn't being a jerk. I was like, okay, so so who? Who would you? And nobody responded. Right. And I was like, I want to I want to know. I want to know who else is out there. Because I don't know. The only person I've seen is who I think would be worthy enough would be Millie Bobby Brown. And, yeah. But. Yeah, those Stranger Things kids are growing fast, though. Have you seen them? Like yeah, them? they're already. They're, yeah. They're looking older. Yeah. Uh, so am I, but it's okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, so, what else? What else happened this week? Um, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing really happened. We're still nine. Nine is so under wraps right now. There's so many people posting like leaked, uh, leaked footage, leaked this, this. Like this is all like stuff from the set, and it's I don't li- I don't I don't listen to any of that because the last time I listened to that I got completely I was completely wrong with the last Jedi you know it was all yeah. it was all wrong and so I'm not gonna look at any of that because it's probably not even true just clickbait just hey look at this this is actual stuff from the movie um, I have my theory it's out there if you want to look up on YouTube my R2D2 theory but that's about it uh, but other than that we don't have anything from Episode Nine so that's kind of sad. Uh, but we'll wait and see. The month is not over yet. Lucasfilm could be really, really quiet, and then out of nowhere, there's our teaser on Black Friday. Man, Man that'd be great. But see, I think when the first teaser came out, they announced it well beforehand, mm-hmm. and now we're in that space where we would have known something or heard of something. And JJ hasn't really sent out any of his like written out like postcard Instagram. I, I wonder. I wonder if. They they're saying don't do that this time. Like don't like that last time. Right, not to like kind of overshadow Mandalorian news. Or not not even that, but just like I don't know. I guess just don't have the space kind of flooded with Star Wars I guess because so. maybe yeah. they feel there's a little bit of a Star Wars hangover with mm-hmm. Solo underperforming, and then people's reaction to the Last Jedi, and uh, which I've had like four or five conversations with people. Who have hated the last Jedi, <laughs> yeah. and uh, we went to the wedding last night, and somebody was like, I asked him what he thought about the last Jedi, and he just like paused, and then we started laughing hysterically because I was yeah. like, yeah, that's. And then somebody at work, he was like, hey, come over here, tell James what you thought about the last Jedi, and he was just like, man, 
that was not good. That was not a good movie at all. I was like, okay. <laughs> but I have my opinions. You have your opinions. And one day we will battle it out to see who's better. I'm yeah, and I was telling you at the wedding when I was on Netflix, I, I kind of skimmed over it. Mm-hmm. And then the preview played, and yeah. it was the throne room scene with Ray and Kylo Ren fighting the Praetorian and why Guard. Didn't, why didn't she pick up? And legs, you yeah. see that scene. They showed the scene where the Praetorian Guard has the two blades. And he, and then, then he has the one. Right. He hits Ray's saber and has the blade where he could just easily stuck Ray in the back. But it disappears. Mm-hmm. They remove it. They digitally remove it. That's so bad. And she just drops the saber, picks it up, catches it, and then slices his head off. Yeah. I've seen that one. That was just a poor chore- choreography on their part. Probably it just was, ran out of time. It was almost like... She was supposed to disarm him, but they didn't shoot that mm-hmm. scene, and so he still had it. And then they were like, "Oh man, like he still had it in his hand. What do we do? We'll just make it disappear." And then they just—I mean, I don't know. I don't think Johnson was that bad. I don't think the choreographers were that stupid either. You know what I mean? It's almost like, like I said, they were filming it and they just forgot that part for him to drop it somewhere. And then I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, for those of y'all listening. If you want to see that specific scene, it's when Ray drops the saber mm-hmm. and catches it. If you kind of rewind it a little bit yep. beforehand, you can see the Praetorian guard, the has red two, guard. Has two he blades. has two blades. And then when she drops the saber, the blade is just magically gone. It's not on the floor. You don't see him drop it. It's just disappears. Yeah. There's mistakes. There's mistakes in the old ones, too. There's mistakes in every, just mistakes in every movie. That one was kind of like a a glaring mistake. I was like, what? Not as bad as Michael Keaton's um, eyeshadow leaving him on uh, Batman Returns. <laughs> remember in Batman I Returns? Remember that one. What? You don't remember that? Oh, man. Okay, I know we're off topic. But there's a scene <laughs> There's a scene in Batman Returns where Michael Keaton is about to take off his mask in front of Selena Kyle, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer's character. Oh, you're talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, because no one really assumes that he has black makeup around his eyes. <laughs> but he, so, but he yeah, does. Yeah. And, then, and the same thing with uh, Batman vs Superman when he has that like fever dream about the future. Yeah. And Superman rips the cowl off and he doesn't have eye black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they even colored uh I think they even colored uh, Christian Bale's eyes too. Like they they color them all. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean you got to cuz it's going to look weird. Do you remember that mistake I pointed out in Return of the Jedi that y'all had never seen before with Darth Vader and y'all got like really mad at me? During the con- okay, so if you go back and listen to our commentary, we I pointed out that in Return of the Jedi, whenever Vader is unmasked mm-hmm. and he and he dies and he and he falls down, Luke puts his head down and the camera like follows Luke's head down. But as the camera's following Luke's head down, the bottom part of the mask is gone. You can just see oh, his yeah. face okay. straight. It was one of the and that is a huge mistake. In Star Wars, like it is one of the—I don't know if it's the biggest, but it's one of the biggest mistakes in Star Wars. And whether it was on purpose, I don't know. But it looks one of those things where it's like, ah, did they think we weren't gonna notice? I don't know. I didn't notice. I didn't think of it. It's probably my favorite Star Wars film ever. Yeah, (laughs) Return of the Jedi. All right. For me, it's Empire. Yeah, I know everyone says that. I'm different. 
you are different. <laughs> you, 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 yeah, you know, I, was say, I guess I'm the different one because then my next favorite is probably Last Jedi. Really? Yeah. And then everyone else is like, okay, James, you're dumb. <laughs> then, I, then I just drop straight it's, down. It, it's, it's strange because we did bring up the fact that it has like incredible home video sales. Mm-hmm. But then you think about it and it's like, well, if all these people are buying it, it must have been better than kind of the, the zeitgeist feel of it. Yeah. But I bought it. And I'm pretty sure every other Star Wars fan bought it to complete their collection because, I mean, it's like... It's Star Wars. You're not going to buy a Star Wars Skywalker saga film yeah. on home video. I still haven't bought the hard copy, but uh, or the physical copy. I haven't bought it either. I haven't bought a physical copy forever. I just do all digital now. Yeah, that's what I'm doing too. But one of the things... I mean, I don't know if you want to get into a Last Jedi talk here. We sure. Should just, we should just skip it's, it. It's Star Wars stuff. It's Star Wars stuff. Okay, so one of the things that everybody... Somebody posted a video. It was uh, Last Jedi Fixed. Mm-hmm. And they posted that Akbar was still like, Oh, Akbar, Do you want to talk about it? Before we go on any further? No? Okay, are we not allowed to talk about that? I don't know. All right, we should have asked him if we could talk about it. Yeah. Anyways, we got something really cool about Akbar um, <laughs> That we can't tell you. <laughs> well, we can't tell you. But it was mind-blowing. And then when I heard the, the explanation, it was kind of like, I, I can kind of see that. And but then, it, and then you think about everyone that wanted Akbar in Haldos. Yes, and it's kind of like, I don't know. You kind of have to know the background of it. But. Yeah, sure. But uh, but anyways, anyways. Okay, so and the, there's in this video they they had a trailer, the Last Jedi fixed, and it's Haldo. Uh, Haldo's gone, and it's Akbar who's addressing everybody. Uh, after the he's like Princess Leia, everyone else on. And the bridge is dead, mm-hmm. and we think there is a spy amongst us. And then that was apparently that's what everybody wanted to hear. Why Haldo didn't tell Poe was that there was a. They said it would have made so much more sense if she would have told everybody. We think there's a spy, so we can't tell you everything that's happening. And apparently, that's one of the plot points that everybody thinks needed to happen. How do you feel about that? I mean, versus what we versus what we yeah. got in the story versus when, what people are thinking. I'm kind of a person of two minds of that scene because mm-hmm. when Haldo was like, I don't have to tell you that information. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, really? I mean, you're a small band of resistance fighters. I mean, transparency is really needed in those situations. If you're a big, huge entity, I could see that. But then again, you go on the other side and it's like, well, you ha- I've had situations like that my whole life. When I've asked questions of things to adults or people mm-hmm. older than me or people in higher positions, and they're like, well, you don't need to know that. And it's like, what is it going to affect? Yeah. It's just sharing information. But I don't know. That's my whole thing with, uh, and someone else posted it, and it's one thing that I think my third viewing of watching it, the whole thing made sense. And it all goes down to that line whenever. Poe takes over the bridge and he's listening to Finn and uh, and Rose and he they get caught and he just goes, they didn't make it. And to that look on his face, it all made sense to me where it was if he would have just listened, we wouldn't have gotten he, – he put two people in danger because he mm-hmm. didn't listen. He And then plus – okay, here's another thing. Everybody – the cancel bite sequence was stupid. The cancel bite sequence was the – was it wasn't needed in the movie, that whole thing. And then I'm thinking, yeah, but – because our hero Poe didn't listen, that whole plot actually happened. If he would have not have said anything, maybe none of that would have happened. <laughs> we wouldn't have had that worthless right. plot. And I maybe that's what 
Johnson was getting to where it was like, yeah, this doesn't feel like Star Wars because it's not because they shouldn't even be here at this area. Yeah, they accomplished one thing by freeing the animals because that's all they could do. Uh, they give the kid hope that the ring, that's all they, you know, that's all they could do. But then in the end, it nothing else happens, all because Poe was like, "You need to go. We need to do this. We need to do this. I don't trust her." Blah 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 blah. And then another thing I think about is that battle before uh, Poe didn't listen to Leia. They should have left. They had they everybody was on board. They had a uh, was that the the dreadnought whatever was there, mm. which was big and a terrible machine. But she was like, disengage, come back, we need to leave. But no, he wanted to stay behind. And what happened, they lost all their bombers. He killed so many people. She demotes him. So why why would he have to be told what's next? So what are we doing next? The commander has no reason to tell him anything. She's like, dude, you just killed so many people. You, I, I shouldn't even be talking to you right now. That's my argument. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> But, but a lot, but a lot of people don't see that. A lot of people just thought, right. thought it was stupid that. Yeah, because I think you have, I think Star the Star Wars works has to work on two levels. It mm-hmm. has to work on the level of boom, boom, bang, bang, explosions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I don't want to think about anything. And then the underlying factor is it's actually very smart. It's well thought out. Mm-hmm. And I think the Last Jedi suffers from the just kind of not having to think aspect. It, it's, I, I have a friend that was telling me, um, kind of, I, I would speak to him about, talk to him about movies, mm-hmm. and he would tell me, well, that's that's more of an American film. He grew up in Europe. So he was like, okay. yeah, that's more of an American film. It's more action. You really don't have to think like the, the film Prometheus. It, it's, that's more of a European film because it's it's, you really have to think about what's going yeah. on. You can't just be mindless and not and just watch it for what it is. Which is why just, people didn't like it. Right, right. So I think The Last Jedi kind of exists more on that plane where you really have to think about the situation mm-hmm. and not just sit there and just kind of well, yeah, blow everything. Because the first time I watched it, I I, I, got, I picked up on some of those things mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. But then when I started reading some of the reviews and what people were saying about it, I was thinking, wait, they, they are right. That was kind of dumb. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, okay, let me really watch this movie now. And then it made more sense. And then I was like, okay, all those people, I don't want to say they were wrong, but a lot of them were wrong because they had just seen the movie. And a lot of those re- early reviews and that early hatred was people who saw it once. And then they just came home and just said, don't go watch it. It's the worst movie ever. This and this and this and that. And then like the third time I finally, I pushed it all the way. I was like, let me just really delve into it. And the third time I watched it in theaters, it just really, really sunk in. And it's one of those movies you have to watch multiple times to really understand that there's layers to it when in other Star Wars movies, there really weren't that many layers to it. You know, like you watch The Force Awakens once, once, you got it. That's great. Mm-hmm. You watch A New Hope once, you that's you got it. You, there wasn't anything like hidden. I think Empire was one of those where you finally started to maybe get that layer. Even Return of the Jedi there was a little more going on with the movie. And then with the last Jedi, it's like Johnson just kind of went crazy with it, but he felt it was necessary for that movie. And like you said, it was maybe not an American movie. Maybe that's what we, what we wanted to happen. Didn't 
happen. We didn't get to have like the battle at the beginning is so awesome. It's so cool to see. The visuals are great. All the bombers are exploding and then she catches the thing and and blows it up and it was like, "Whoa, that was pretty cool." Then Poe flies in and like lands at the last second before they shoot off into hyperspace and it looks really cool, but then you really don't think about what really happened during that fight. You know what I mean? I yeah, it's like Ryan Johnson gave us Ninety percent plate of vegetables, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to all the other films where it was like fast food burgers yeah. and fries, and now we got this, and it's t- something totally different. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been asking for it, something totally different. Don't do uh, a total redo of Empire Strikes Back, which, and that was the thing that a lot of people were saying, like from the first trailer, mm-hmm. the back in uh, Celebration, a lot of people were like, "It's got to be terrible." He remade Empire Strikes Back. That's what everybody was saying. And then the movie came out, and I'm watching it going, this is not like Empire. This is not like Return of the Jedi. This is not like any of them I've ever seen. And then Honeycutt, who is a part of the Sotek cinephiles, he's a very difficult person to like kind of please when it comes to movies. And so I was like curious, like, what did you think? And he was like, that, that's what I wanted to see. I needed to see something new from Star Wars because we needed to. And it, but your your thing, and I you said it before, and I and I understand it. They should have maybe waited a little bit more to do something weird, right? Not to not do it immediately at eight. So yeah, I mean, growing up, I was very kind of selfish because I wanted movies while I was go- growing up in the '90s, and then we got the prequels. But it felt like okay, well, we have Mark Hamill out there, Luke Skywalker, and then when we found out that Disney had the rights. I thought we were going to get a lot of Luke Skywalker. Then The Force Awakens happened. Then we just got him at the very end. No dialogue. <laughs> and then The Last Jedi, I was so looking forward to the green saber being pulled out. And then him totally like kicking ass, <laughs> taking names. <laughs> and we didn't get that either. <laughs> so it's like all those years. And then Mark Hamill gave the performance he gave. And it's like, wow, this dude can like still really mm-hmm. act. I mean, he, he was awesome. He and, yeah, I no, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And I think, uh, before we go on any further, we just had a guest show up. Hey, uh, say hello. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so, Jamie, Jamie, from so text in the files. <laughs> I know. I was just talking about you, and then you just showed up. You just popped up out of nowhere too. Um, Voldemort. Voldemort. <laughs> One of the things, you know, you know, a lot of people said the same thing. A lot of people. I don't know if it was like a hashtag. I, don't, I think I made it up. Like hashtag not my Skywalker. Like a lot of people were like this. Like Luke Skywalker, what he did in Last Jedi was not what anybody wanted. Everybody wanted something different. Everybody thought they were going to get something different. But is is our expectations what drives a movie, or is it the storytelling that drives a movie, for, especially for Star Wars? Like well, something movie. for as huge as Star Wars, mm-hmm. and we have previous huge films, mm-hmm. our expectations are kind of somewhat set. Yeah. But then you have a whole group of people saying, I don't want them to do a rehash like they did with The Force Awakens. Yeah. Which I don't necessarily think it was a rehash at the time, but now that we look at it, <laughs> Jamie, it's pretty much a rehash. He's like a pure, like, this is a rehash. This is a remake. Um, yeah, it was the same but different. It was the same so, thing, but they, they changed a few things. That's that's what a lot of older fans, original mm. trilogy Fans that grew up with that trilogy were kind of expecting, mm-hmm. even though you have a whole... Because Star Wars fans, there are so many. The fan base is so expansive mm-hmm. that you get so many different varying opinions. Yeah. And you, you, can't, you can't get everyone's, like, what their idea of Star Wars... You can't do that. Fans of a certain age, though, like yeah. older than me, 
didn't like The Last Jedi. No. Because they wanted something more heroic from Luke Skywalker. Because their whole lives they've looked up to right. Luke Skywalker. And then to see him that way was what people were like, why is Luke not doing anything? Why is he just sitting on this island? And then one thing, okay, so, you know, Obi-Wan, spoiler alert, Obi-Wan dies at the beginning, or in the movie, A New Hope. What? What? Right? Yeah, what? People, you know, like, he dies, and it's right. it's it's pretty sad. But then if you think about it in storytelling, who was the main character of all the prequels? Obi-Wan Kenobi, pretty much. Anakin, the movie's about Anakin, but we're mostly seeing it Obi-Wan's adventure. He dies in the first movie of a new trilogy. It's okay. I mean, we're okay with that. But Luke dies or goes away. Everybody's like, that's not, no, no. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have died. He should have done this. He should have done this. He should have done this. I was like, but everyone was okay with Obi Wan just chilling in an as one spot on Tatooine for all these years, not doing anything, and then he comes out and then he dies for he he serves his purpose and then he dies. Everyone's okay with that, but not with Luke Skywalker. Why? What was? Why do people think that about Luke, but not about Obi Wan? What do you think? Because that wasn't supposed to happen. You know? <laughs> That's not what we because we because Star Wars is ar- is archetypes, right? Yeah. I mean, you go back to Joseph Campbell, and I think it, he went off the the unbeaten path. You know, I mean, that wasn't supposed to happen. But then, of course, he redeems himself. But he redeems himself in a very non cinematic way. I think. Who uh, Luke? Luke? Yeah. You didn't think that was a cinematic? No. Oh boy! Being a diversion, just standing there with a lightsaber when he wasn't there. He was. Well, so was Obi Wan. You know, he fought a little but bit. But he was there. there. He was there. But, but they were he, limited at the time to what they could actually do back then. I think Luke doing what he did was the most cinematic thing that could have been done in Star Wars, in my humble opinion. I mean, could have took down the walkers? No, man. See, Heck that's, yeah. that's the one thing that happened with The Last Jedi was we all had this idea of Star Wars. Like, hell, when Episode One was coming out, everybody had their idea of what Episode One was going to be. I had this. I had a couple of pictures that I was like, oh, this is gonna happen. This is gonna... like I had this crazy movie in my head, and the movie <laughs> and the movie comes out, and you're kind of like, okay, all right, that was that wasn't at all what I thought it was gonna be. But with the Last Jedi, the hype and the build was was I think it was too much by the fans. I think the fans and all these theories on YouTube and everything. The just... trailer didn't help either. The trailer made it seem like there was gonna be a new like gray Jedi kind of. Like lesson to be learned, and the the Jedi were gonna die, and then we're gonna have something new, a new name, a new term for the Great Jedi. I mean, okay, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, what did you? Uh, if you want to get the microphone closer to you, man, I'm yeah. sorry, that's a little far away. What was your thought on the Last Jedi? Like when you first heard about this movie, when you first saw the trailer, and then when you first, and then when you finally saw the movie. So what you got? Okay, so obviously at the end of Force Awakens, you're excited. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be an there's gonna be another Star Wars, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a cliffhanger. <laughs> what if it just ended? What if it didn't make anything else? <laughs> um, no. So um, I walked out of Force Awakens thinking, okay, well, that was that. It's back. Yeah, yeah. it's back. <laughs> um, and my second thought was. Please don't let J.J. Abrams touch another Star Wars film. Wow, really? Really. Damn. I didn't want another remake. (laughs) And so, of course, you know, I've said... Actually, Force Awakens is probably my most watched Star Wars film. Yeah. I think Uh, a lot of Star Wars fans will say that, though. uh, I I think I've watched it 
as soon as it came out on Blu-ray, like I watched it like every day for like, <laughs> like three or four months. Um, I had it on digital, and so whenever my like power was out and I just had my laptop or anything, I'd sit there and I'd watch Force Awakens. Oh, hey, I finished it. Let's go back and see if if I missed anything. Or, <laughs> let's see director's commentary. So I I will say that I think apart from Empire, it is my most watched okay Star Wars film. Uh, whenever you know, episode eight was just episode eight. I was really excited. I, when Ryan Johnson was attached to it, I got even more excited. Uh, even though I wasn't like a huge fan of Looper, I liked all of his other stuff. Yeah. And my favorite episode of Breaking Bad is The Fly. Yeah. Which which, which a lot of people are. That's like their least favorite episode. It's, it's the, yeah. It's just it's beautiful. What episode was that? That was the one where they were in the um. They're underneath the they're ground. Underneath the the laundry mat. And there was a fly in the, the the room, and they had to find it because a fly could mess up the entire the, batch. Yeah. So the whole episode is them looking for this fly. Looking for a fly. Did you ever, did you ever see it? I saw it, but I just don't remember it yeah, anymore. Yeah, that one was a Ryan Johnson oh, one. It was probably my favorite episode. Yeah. Anyways. Um, anyways yeah. <laughs> and so the movie gets closer and closer. I I don't really remember watching the trailer. Because mm. I think at that point I was like, I don't I want to go in completely blind. I don't want to okay. see anything at all. I probably watched it once and was like, okay, I'm going to erase it. I, <laughs> I don't remember watching the trailer a whole lot. And so whenever I walked in, opening day, I took off from work that day. I took yep. off from work, and I was like, I'm not going to work that day. I called in sick, <laughs> and I got a group of – I got two of my buddies, and we went at, like, the first showing, like, That's at 11 o'clock. Okay. And uh, it was a seven. You probably got that because it was seven o'clock and then the. Uh, wait, you mean that, that Friday? That, that Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, I didn't, I didn't yeah. go the Thursday night. Okay, okay. And so, um, yeah, I walked in at like 11 o'clock in the afternoon or in the morning and uh, I walked out with my jaw on the floor. Yeah. I loved every single second. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I've watched it two or three times since and I don't think it is my favorite, but it's definitely. Like top three for me, mm-hmm. and um, well, I guess second, third, or fourth. Because okay. I mean, nothing is gonna topple my top pick. Yeah. Um, At least, uh, and so I walked out, and I was really happy with what they did. I didn't see everybody's complaints over Luke. I thought he acted exactly the way I was expecting him to act. And really? So you yeah, thought was, about Luke? I was thinking him as going to be a sort of like a new generation's Obi. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, I am not nearly as big of a fan as y'all. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was I was a little disappointed that we didn't see the Green Saber. And, but that's, you know, one thing. Yeah. And uh, I was more disappointed in the fact that Lando didn't show up than the fact that Luke was acting the way that everybody, <laughs> you know and and they had the perfect opportunity in Canto Bite Canto Bright Canto Bite yeah okay Canto Bite uh where they could have been looking and it could have just been somebody in the background being like oh I wonder what that's about and that's it and then he comes in at the end and you know flying with Chewie and the Falcon that would have been just just enough for me mm-hmm. but you know I'm there's a reason why I'm not in charge of Lucas films. So. <laughs> I think a lot of people also are expecting um, Del Toro, Benicio Del Toro's character, uh, DJ, to come back. Like, I th- right. a lot of people maybe thought he would come back, but Johnson himself had said, you know, that's what everyone thought would happen. 
because I didn't want that to happen. A lot of people, you know, with Han, you know, and and especially with Lando, like they were this way, then they go bad, and you're like, oh, but he's got to get better. Yeah. But then DJ just goes out. You know, he's he's gone. Maybe. Maybe. Did you hear? Did you hear <laughs> that's my favorite line. That's what. It, did you yeah. know that was his idea? That was his. Um... Yeah, yeah. Because they were they were asking him the whole like it was a whole situation with like Irvin Kershner asking Harrison Ford just just. Say what comes to your mind. Don't say I love you. Say it doesn't feel right. Just yeah. Say, and that's what and he came the, up with. And the camera maybe, zooms in on him. He goes, and I use that maybe. all the time now when somebody asks me a question. <laughs> like a life or that going to happen? Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And he just walks away. But uh, one thing, and I know you, when you were done, when you saw it, you told me you loved it. I was like, get the hell out of here. Jamie, yeah. <laughs> Jamie liked Star Wars that much. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was well done. Um, the only other thing I did have a problem with was Leia's space ghost. <laughs> Coast to coast type of <laughs> sliding and back into, the, but you know it's actually kind of cool to see her use the force, the force a little bit too. So watching that scene, I was like, oh my gosh, so many people are gonna have so many problems with that. But I knew for they, me, yeah. I was like, this makes all the sense in the world because she's force sensitive and she can use the force. We all know that. I mean, mm-hmm. she has all those metachlorians. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, I was sad when I saw the scene. Because, oh, because you knew of her fate. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, we know like yeah. this was it. Like we were seeing the beginning of something amazing with episode nine that would have happened in episode nine, and instead, you know, when it was happening, I was like, "This sucks," because it means we're not going to get a payoff. We're not going to get. So, that. do you think we would have seen Leia go like full like well, force? Well, the rumor had it uh, that it was like, okay, Force Awakens is Han Solo, mm-hmm. episode uh, Last Jedi was Luke, episode nine is Leia. Like that was how like each of them had their their movie. And so apparently 9 was supposed to be Leia's film and that was why Johnson uh, Johnson uh, Abrams and uh what's that other actor uh, the writer's name forgot what his name was. That they had to rewrite the whole script pretty much because yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, because apparently Johnson had the story for 9 and then Trevorrow wrote a his own version of 9 right. and then once he got out then he had to come back and Abrams came back in. They had to redo it all because of the fact Leia wasn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I knew from that moment when you see her flying, that was just really sad. Because I was like, well, we're not going to see the payoff. And then people hated it. That was so stupid. I was like, I think you think it's stupid because you know we're not going to see anything. Anything else with it. Yeah. You're not. Almost. It was you almost like. would be really what, cool, though. What's and I'm up? sorry I'm interjecting here. What's but up? But if they decide to pick up these, like, solo films back up uh, and they do a young Leia, mm-hmm. you see her use the force, like, maybe not realizing that it's the force, but mm-hmm. through her diplomatic negotiations. She, like, messes with people's she, heads. Yeah, either that or, like, she just knows things before they actually happen because it's the force, and There's, that's sort of how it comes I'm, back I'm going to let you borrow some uh, Claudia Gray books, because this author, she wrote, she wrote two books about Leia. One, Bloodline, which is with Leia... And it's a phenomenal story because it's a story that we don't even think about, which was when the Senate, after the you know after the fall of the Empire, the Senate is trying to, the Republic is trying to grow back, and somebody calls her out and says, is it true that your father was Darth Vader? And it's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> like oh, man. Well, anyways, in that story, there's a scene where she's sitting down with other, other senators, and they're at a table, and she immediately, like, 
looks around and she tells what she tells everybody everybody get out right now and they all look at her and then she like leaps back and then as soon as that happens like it explodes like the whole thing explodes like she felt it was gonna happen yeah and then leia princess of alderaan is when she's younger and she's about to she's like hanging off of a cliff and then she reaches her hand up and then she leaps like way up there and grabs on she doesn't even know how she did it and it was like the force was was mm-hmm. there with her her whole life so yeah those stories if they did the streaming service and they were smart they would put these books into those story and those yeah. stories in the show but um i think a lot of people's complaints with leia was for that was because we're never going to get that payoff in nine so it sucks it really sucks uh i didn't have a problem with her flying i didn't a lot of people one, it turned into a great meme so yeah a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people one thing somebody was like it was so stupid because they opened the door and they would have all just flown out because she went right through the door and like they didn't and if you watch it again, there's a she goes through one door, that door shuts, and then yeah. she goes into the next. So people, it, a lot of the negativity you heard for The Last Jedi, like at first, was just people who saw it once, and they went on YouTube and just made all these videos of them just bashing and bashing and bashing. And somebody said that Ray's character changes from Force Awakens to Last Jedi. What do you think? Mm, no, I, I don't feel that she changed very much. Like, I, mean, if, I think she grew, but not changed. Yeah, if anything, yeah. I mean... No, I mean, like, from the beginning of The Last Jedi, like, her mannerisms and how she was, they said you could tell it's two different directors, it's two completely different stories being told, even though they're supposed to follow each other. I never felt that at all. I no. felt Ray was... Ray, her character grows through both movies. Yeah. I didn't feel like there was a... She's a little less naive in this one. Mm-hmm. The thing that did change that I've never heard anyone talk about is... Like the shape of her face, it changes. When, uh, when you after the the Praetorian Guard battle, mm-hmm. her face looks different. Like how? I'm weirded out right now. What do you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll show you in a little bit. But yeah, it. I don't know if it's like camera angle or different type of technique they use, but she looks different. Hmm. Her her face is a lot fuller. Hmm. I don't I don't know what it is. Hey. She's fuller in the forest. Ah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, but but the last Jedi was like just this this defining moment in Star Wars world. Like everyone will always remember what happened. This guy I talked at work was like, he goes, yeah, he goes, I like a good story, and that wasn't a good story at all. And I was like, geez, <laughs> like all right. And I was like, okay, well, that's like that's like your, your opinion, opinion man. man. And that was another thing. If you didn't, if you if you liked The Last Jedi, you were an idiot and you were a social justice warrior. Like, that's one thing a lot of people were saying, like, on the internet. And, and like, if you liked it, you're you're blind. You, you, you accept everything Kathleen Kennedy gives you. And I was like, that's not fair at all. Like, come on. Like, I I love the movie. I thought it was great. Doesn't You know what I mean? It was one of those, I don't know. The negativity of it was just so crazy that it was almost, you're almost afraid to even say you enjoyed the movie because of how you'd be treated. It's like with anything, though, now. I mean, like, if you are on one side of thing, uh, one side of anything, yeah. it's kind of, like, really divisive. So should we talk about Trump and... Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, um, yes, we have candy. Have some candy. Um, I guess before we go, I mean, is there anything else we should talk about The Last Jedi? Like, anything else we should, like, delve into The Last Jedi? Because The Last Jedi, thankfully, is a, is a movie that we can talk about each week. Because there's always something to talk about with that movie because there's so much going on in that movie. And um, one of the things, did you see Johnson, like, kind of, like, 
defended the last Jedi. Like he tweeted about, they said, you know, Luke's Luke's mannerisms and his character were not um, at all um, level with what he was like in the prequels. I mean, in the original movies and Johnson said, yeah, they each thing he did in this movie is, is uh, relates to the original movies as well. And I was like, okay, I can kind of see that. I mean, it's almost like he, he looked at the last Jedi. I mean, he looked at star Wars differently than what any of us thought of star Wars. Yeah. He made, it seems like he made the stuff that in the past that we would just see outright too much of a thinking type of situation. Mm -hmm. And it, it wasn't like the past. So that's why people kind of, went against what what it was but i mean yeah i mean i see how the movie is but just not what i wanted yeah i mean believe i mean whenever luke stands in front of all the army i was waiting for something insane to happen and i i got it with them shooting him and then him just like standing up like nothing happened i was like get the hell out of here that was pretty cool and then the whole fight and seeing luke kind of do like that little spin that little quick spin I was like, that was pretty cool. And then for me, it was just, I don't know, it was so satisfying to see Kylo Ren walk up to him and the, the blade goes right through Luke. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what in the world? And then you see he's not even there. And like, that's how, I know a lot of people turned it off. A lot of people were like, that's dumb. Luke, that was stupid. Yeah, thinking back, sitting in the seat watching it for the first time, there was a point where I was like, yeah, he's not there. After the blast went and mm-hmm. just like, just totally shredded the ground and you saw the red come up and there's not a scratch uh, right there. I was like, yeah, there's something's off. There's yeah. Even a Jedi couldn't survive that. There's something I knew I knew there was something off when he walked in and he looked younger. Like as soon as he walked in and his skin and his, his, uh, yeah, his beard was Brown. Yeah. The I just was, for men. Yeah, exactly. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Hey, this is a just for men commercial. That's pretty good. I was like, where did he have that? Did he have that there on a uh, two? He was like, Oh, let me just grab this and put this on my beard. But no, when he walked in like that, I immediately went, there's something off. And then when he pulled out the blue lightsaber, I immediately, that's when I knew, okay, he's doing something nuts right now. And then when I saw that, I was just blown away. And I felt a lot of people say it was a cop out. He should have really been there. But for me, just that appearance of being completely invincible to the whole galaxy was enough for everybody to kind of like, cause they all saw him get blasted and nothing touched him. Even the first order saw that they're probably like, what? And then when they saw the blades, they were like, Oh my gosh, it's Luke Skywalker. And then he disappeared and they have, they have no idea what he was doing. They have no idea how he did it. And just that fear. And almost, it's almost as if, him doing that, the whole galaxy heard of it. And we see at the very end of the movie, the whole galaxy knows Luke Skywalker, Jedi Master, stood in front of this entire army, and they couldn't touch him at all. And that was what was needed. That's what gave the galaxy hope again. So for me... It was a new hope. It was a new... Yeah, he gave them a new, new New hope. hope. (laughs) Episode 9. A new, new hope. Starring starring Broom Boy. (laughs) I remember there was a whole thing. Is, is, is Broom Boy gonna be a big character? Like he's not gonna, he's not gonna show up at all. In any yeah, of that that really kind of weirded me out when people thought, oh, they're gonna do a trilogy on Broom Boy. I'm like, what? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that was the first thing a lot of people were saying was Roger Johnson's doing his own trilogy, which means it's gotta be about Broom Boy. It's like shut y'all's mouths. It's not gonna be about Broom Boy. But uh, <laughs> but okay. But so before we, oh, Gonk, Gonk. Star Wars, yes. great movie. That'd be great. I would watch it. No way, man. What movie? We've all talked about it. Which one? Borgullet, man. Oh, Borgullet. <laughs> How did Saw Gerrera get Borgullet? Borgullet. 
Oh my gosh! All right, so before we leave, somebody messaged us on uh, on 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 Facebook, uh, named uh, J- Jeremy. Right? So that's his name, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy messaged us, and he was asking us to. Uh, we we talked to him. And he said, "What is the most interesting Star Wars fact you know?" And so I'm gonna let you go first, David. What's the most interesting Star Wars fact you know? No, no, by all means, I'll let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to ask him, like, what did you meet, like, like about the the movie itself, the production of it, the 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 story, or like, what is like, I don't, I don't know. One thing I think that blew me away, uh, it's what Joseph talked about on his podcast, which was uh, Palpatine let Vader build there on Mustafar, his castle on Mustafar, because that was where he. That was like where he died, and like where Leia died. He wanted to be closer to that, and like all that anger that flowed through him, and that's why he was there on Mustafar on that spot. I thought that was a pretty amazing fact about what they're going to do with Star Wars and how they're pushing the story to further. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, adding more layers to it. What about you? I think the most incredible fact about Star Wars is that somehow there's no Obi Wan standalone. <laughs> <laughs> That is very interesting. <laughs> I think okay. Here's another. I think the fact that we could still talk about Star Wars each week, and it's yeah. not we're not bored. We're not like I know it's a cop out of an answer, man, <laughs> but it's true though. The fact that we could just talk about Star Wars each week, and it's a fascinating topic because we're so passionate about it. It just goes all the way back to 1977 when George Lucas released it. You know, it's just incredible. What about you? Jamie from Sotek Cinephiles? Uh, the first film ever to not have credit to the beginning of the movie. Uh, yeah. Very true. It was the yeah. It was the first one. It just started. And he, he I think he got. I think Lucas got sued for doing it. Yeah, he got. Um. Yeah. The, the yeah the actors get or the directors, the directors guild, guild. He just quit because they they forgave him for the first one, but for Empire they said no 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 you need to have all the credits at the beginning. I was like no I'm not gonna do it. So and then he out. and then he even paid uh, Erwin Kirshner's dues as well because Erwin Kirshner got right. penalized because he was the director of the film for not putting the credits at the beginning. Right. And so he paid his dues and then he quit the director's guild and that was it. And which is why Steven Spielberg did not direct Return of the Jedi. Just think about that. Spielberg yeah. almost directed Return of the Jedi. So did David Lynch. And so did David Lynch. That's bizarre. <laughs> but hopefully, man, hopefully those answers were good for you, buddy. Thank you for listening to our podcast, dude. The Hopefully those answers were good. If not, you can write us and tell us, and we'll and we'll and we'll and we'll, and we'll, uh, we'll have a better answer for you next week. But uh, Jamie, thank you for for joining us at the tail end. And yeah. if you want to hear Jamie, uh, go head over to our other podcast. We have uh, Sotex Cinephiles, where we talk about movies galore. Um, but yes, thank you for listening for this week, and congratulations to Joseph and his and his wife. Uh, their marriage and uh, is he going to be back next week or is he uh, still going to be on his honeymoon he might still be on his honeymoon or recovering or (laughs) (laughs) maybe yeah because they are going to go away on a they're going on a cruise right I believe so yeah he was talking about a cruise but uh, but yeah go check out the the, his cake it was pretty cool but yes thank you for listening and uh, may the force be with you and before that just make sure you visit us on our Facebook group site and our podcast page and also, you can email us at StarWarsStuffPodcast at gmail.com. Keep on sending us those emails and messages. We'll answer them. And Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Should and, I, uh, yeah. Should I say it again? Should sure. Say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, may the force be with you. Always. Oh,